Yeah, I mean, you're, okay, uh, we're back here now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it seems like a lifetime ago. You and I, we had heard rumblings about, oh, if the Summit League was maybe a week early or a week later or even three days later, uh, they probably wouldn't have the, uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be open to the public. And we're like, okay, that seems a little, little far-fetched and stuff, but okay. I mean, it's amazing how things have drastically taken a turn. And then I think it was, what, Tuesday we had heard that the first confirmed case in South Dakota of the coronavirus had happened. And, you know, that's when the Ivy League tournament canceled their tournament altogether. And, you know, Penn head coach Steve Donahue was on ESPN Radio talking about it. Uh, I mean, you and I were on, on opposite end. Like, I didn't want the NCAA tournament played if they didn't have fans in the arena because I think fans add something to the NCAA tournament. You didn't care as long as there were games, which is fine. You know, we yeah. we, we both, you know, have our differing opinions on that. And you had the NCAA tournament played without fans, I would have watched, but not as closely. I, I just think that oh, takes yeah. – I just think that takes away – in large part from the tournament, but then as you as you uh, put it, or as you stated, you know Rudy Gobert tests positive Wednesday night for the coronavirus. You know they they he wasn't in the arena when the game was called, and then you know just within an hour or so, the NBA says, "Yep, we're suspending our you know we're suspending the season for the time being," and you know from. You know the NBA and then the NCAA kept. You know, they. I figured they were trying to figure out some way. I wanted to see a postponement until May. You know, you never know what May Madness could. I mean, May Madness has a uh, has a nice ring to it. Uh, and then you start seeing all the other uh, cancellations start taking place. The N the NHL suspending their season. The XFL. Saying, uh, okay, we're gonna just we're canceling the rest of our season. Uh, boy, halfway done. Seemed like uh, only a few people cared at that point. Um, you know, MLB saying we're gonna delay our season for two weeks, and now that's been postponed to mid-May. And now we see, you know, the the, the players' championship in golf was incredibly weird because they were playing with fans. On the grounds at the at the course at the TPC Sawgrass there on Thursday, and then they were just going if they were in already they weren't going to kick them out. But Friday the rest of the tournament they weren't going there were going to be no fans, and then Friday comes around and the PGA Tours uh, they canceled it or they canceled it I guess late Thursday night, and now the Masters has been postponed. Uh, the PGA Kentucky Derby yes the freaking College World Series three months from now has been canceled. Yep, uh, the PGA Championship in May that was supposed to take place in San Francisco or the greater San Francisco area. That's been postponed or canceled. As you mentioned, the Kentucky Derby. Like You you could see a lot of these events taking place in September. That's a, a possibility. You have uh, Wimbledon that's monitoring the situation. The French Open is either canceling or being postponed. It's just the entire sports world on March 12th, 2020, stopped. That's the day the sports world paused. And you know, I've I stated this in my blog on Monday. I've been a little 
cavalier about the coronavirus and stuff. And I, I'm not watching the news anymore uh, just because I, I don't need to get caught up in the hoopla about everything. I'm well aware of what Governor Minnesota Governor Tim Walls is doing. I mean, restaurants and bars are closed. Gyms are closed, which I... I, I get it all. I get that they're trying to curve that famous bell curve, that graphic that we that we all see, and we don't want to infiltrate the, um, you know, the hospitals and the medical centers and everything with with people if we can help it because that's going to get us to a point in which we won't be able to return to normalcy or, you know, the way we live as civilians for a very long period of time. Uh, so there's a lot of inconvenience going on right now, and hopefully it's just temporary. But uh, I, I, I don't. I still don't know exactly what's going on. I know. I mean, you, I've, you've been uh, talking a lot about the flu, and that, that's a very good point because the flu has always yearly, you know, yearly been more of a, a killer. It's been around for so long. And I, I think, you know, just the fear of the unknown, the fact that there's no vaccine and the fact that this can spread a lot quicker and can be a lot more deadly uh, in, say, the elderly or people with health um, health issues. I think that's why, I mean, we're, we're where we're at today. But it just, it sucks. I mean, the fact that we don't have the NCAA tournament, it's devastating. It's, uh, it, you know, for people like me and, and you, I mean, I, I, I plan, I, my year is, uh, this is my favorite time of the year. I mean, I take off work to watch the NCAA tournament. I have that bracket challenge. Like, it, it, this tournament means everything to me. And, you know, just to have it taken away now, it's just, I don't know. I was hoping that they would be able to postpone it. Now, you know, when they canceled it on, what, Friday, like, oh, why couldn't you postpone? Like, Fran McCaffrey, Iowa head coach, was like, yeah, like, I think your coaches would and players would definitely be up for May Madness if you can do it. And now it seems like in just the recent days and stuff, it's like, yeah, there's no way in hell that would have happened based on what we're hearing now. Like, eight weeks, perhaps, you know, that we have to have, you know, social distancing of 10 people or less or 50 people or less. I mean, it's just. It's insane what's going on, and no one has a real time frame as to when this will be done. I think that's uh, that's what frustrates a lot of people too. And I, I don't know. It's just we've n- we've never seen anything like this before in our lifetimes. Our parents haven't seen anything like this before in their lifetimes. I mean, what would be the the most apt comparison? You know, the Cold War and them hiding under you know their desks and stuff doing drills like that. I mean, is that the only thing we could possibly think of that would compare to this? There's really nothing uh, to compare it to. I don't think anything's going to happen until June. Yeah. A couple of weeks in March. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to happen in May. I don't think anything's going to happen uh, around Memorial Day. Yeah. Oh, April. Forgot April in there. So I don't think anything's going to happen until like the first couple of weeks of June. I don't think we're going to have sports for a long time. Baseball, maybe they can get on a hundred games in baseball. Probably the fewest games they've ever played. NBA, they'll come back. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe have a couple weeks of the regular season, play five, six games, then do the playoffs. Do you think they would? Do you think the NBA will come back? Talking about what are we going to do? And that's in September. That's six months away, and then they should be fine. But they're talking about what do we do? So, yeah. 
Well, and I I think with the NFL too is if if you're going to have all of these bigger events like um, you know like like the the like the Masters and uh, you know all these golf or tennis tournaments, you know the French Open stuff. If you're if these are going to go on in September, it's like well. Then does the NFL need to push their season back, or no? They're they're the king. Yeah, I yeah. Nothing affects them. I mean, they can they, they can put out a preseason game and have it without draw any sporting event, pretty yeah. much. Yep. Outside of the World Series or the finals. You know, and for baseball, what do they do? Do they do they shorten the seat? Like, obviously, they're going to shorten the season, but how do you shorten it? Do you just say, okay, June twelfth, like whenever? Whatever game or wherever you're at, June 12th, you're playing that season, or do you make a new schedule? You know, with you play just within yeah. your division, maybe. Um, like there's just a whole lot of unknown out there, and you know, I've I've been just checking in on like CBS Sportsnet, uh, you know, see what they're doing, and they're showing just random like motocross or poker or some garbage like that and uh i have seen college basketball on espn espn2 espnu a lot i know uh espn was doing some college basketball show like picking the like doing a bracket and stuff uh, on tuesday night uh for like the best college basketball player of all time so i mean it's the last 12 days well, you know what? That's good because they need to fill the air with something other than NFL free agency, which we'll get to. Uh, a lot I mean, of old games, a lot of old games, and that's for the most part. And that's a fine. Lot of dirty thirties. Yeah, and that that's fine. Totally fine. But like, you know, the fact that ESPN Radio now, you know, you have Golick and Wingo doing their show in uh, Mike Golick Senior's basement. You have the Dan Lebetard show. They're scattered around all their different houses. You know, there's no PTI, there's no around the horn, there's no highly questionable. It's like everything has just come to a standstill, and I get it because it a it doesn't pay to have people out there and risking you know getting the coronavirus, uh, you know, being amongst one another. And b if there's no sports to talk about, then I mean you can only talk about NFL free agency and everything so much. It's just it's. I think we can. Get, I mean, the NFL has been a big help. Yes. Because the last couple of days there's been a lot of stuff. So I think we can make it through the first week just fine. Yep. With this football stuff. Yes. Tom Brady and you know, they'll beat that to death. So. Bill O'Brien is saying week, thank you, Tom Brady. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for him. They can make it through the first week. So. Like, I'm here, it's like it's South Dakota. We've got now 11 cases. We have tested about 570 people, and 11 have it. I'm sure more have it than aren't being tested, but I can't imagine it's that much more. Mm-hmm. So here, it's like, and they're shutting stuff down. I, I, what we're taping this on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I assume by Friday and the weekend, every, most states will close the restaurants and the bars. Iowa did that today. They closed everything. Movie theaters, restaurants, bars. Minnesota's d- yeah. done that today as well. So that'll be the next thing. I'm sure South Dakota will do that. South Dakota's uh, 
Both schools this week, they announced today they're closing them next week. I don't think kids are going back to school. Uh, Dakota Westing here in Mitchell, the college, they said they're going to be online for the next two months for the rest of the semester, and they're uh, canceling graduation until next fall. Uh, they closed the Corn Palace today. Uh, I, just, I don't expect restaurants to reopen this weekend or any other public place. Yep. They're talking about sending everybody a thousand dollars for this that's what they're talking about now which so. i've i've heard like mitt romney threw that plan out there but that was the andrew yang plan well before yeah, romney said anything about that I mean, something, something like that is going to happen and you know andrew yang people kind of laughed and scoffed at that and said oh i mean tell well now that's probably going to happen there's going to be some money given out because people are going to be some a lot of people going to be out of work for two months. Yes. So they're going to uh, give them a lot of money that we're somehow going to get from somewhere. So it's, um, with, with the sports thing, I was thinking about it, like you and me, we, you know, watch sports for the last 25 years or so. It's always on, and one season rolls into the next. Mm-hmm. Football's done, basketball picks up, basketball's done. Baseball's there, then the basketball and hockey playoffs pick up. Yep. Like, you know, I would prefer watching baseball now. Baseball would have started on Thursday of next week, and I'd prefer watching the tournament. There would have been two games tonight that could have been on. I would have preferred to watch it, but they're not on, so it's fine for a while. I mean, I've been, we've been watching sports for many, many, many years now. Yep. And yep. if we got to take a two-month break, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, you play video games, you read a book, you watch TV shows, you, yep. you, know, you catch up on the Netflix, and you can actually watch Netflix now and uh, catch up on your shows that you never uh, catch up on. So You, you get to, to spend some quality time with your significant other and realize, hey, I'm in a relationship, or wow, I'm married, wow, what do you hey, know about that? And like I, I like living in historic times. Like nine eleven was the biggest deal that's happened, and this is probably now bigger than that because mm-hmm. it affects a lot of people. I mean, is this really affecting me outside of not having a few sports on? And eh, not really so far. It's like I'm still going to work. Yep. It's you know some people. It affects a little bit more than others. Absolutely. Those in the hospitality industry. Um, sure, yeah. For, for sure. Our friend Drew Almond, our friend Drew Almond in Denver, he's a waiter. And uh, his restaurant's closed now for the next two months at least, so he's got no money coming in. So that affects him pretty poorly. Yep. Um, Watertown, the radio station in Watertown is kind of halfway shut down. Not letting any people in, they're locking the doors. Yep. The people are. No, remotely working at the radio station however that works like here in South Dakota we're taking all the precautions which is fine but like it's just not an issue here because there's just not enough people here for it to make a difference and I just don't think it's gonna matter the Class B girls tournament was going on Thursday they played games Thursday the quarterfinals and they announced between the first and second game at the night session was only going to be, you know, the 125 people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were mad about that because these games were in Spearfish, which is close to nothing. And uh, a lot of people made a very long drive out there. Yep. And uh, they were pretty much there. Like, it, 
two or three in the afternoon when they found out, oh shit, the game I wanted to go to tonight probably won't be able to go to. Yeah. And then they canceled it like at noon the next day. Like, I felt like the risk was not very high. Who knows what would have happened, but I don't think anybody would have gotten the virus. I don't think anybody would have gotten sick if you would have played those games Friday and yeah. Saturday. <laughs> you needed three games to play. You needed to play the two semis in the championship. I, I was. We couldn't get those in. It's like really, we couldn't get everybody who's out there. So that sucks. Yeah, but you you don't want that. And so I'm I'm starting to come around. To, I I don't like know, Nebraska, Prince. I don't like Nebraska. I think Nebraska ended up playing Iowa. Iowa think, played. Charlie was at a game on Saturday. I was stunned by that. And when was that? Saturday, whenever that was. And I mean, there was nobody there. There were many crowds. But and the, the more I think about the more I'm like, if, if we would have had more testing, we really fell behind. The yes. tests just aren't yes. there. Yep. It just, and that's, you know, at the federal government problem, we got dipshits running that deal for yep. that. That hurts. It makes you think, well, somebody who knew what the fuck was going on was actually running the government. Maybe we would have had tests available a month ago. And maybe we would have had a, a more of a sense of urgency about this. Maybe we would have taken this all... Maybe we all would have taken this a little more seriously if... You know, if, if everyone in the media was kind of on the right path, we weren't getting such different information from different outlets, or if you weren't, you know, one of our uh, our most hated channels, you know, your favorite channels, Fox News, and, you know, just completely dismissing it and saying it was a hoax and stuff. And I'm not, I don't want to get into that, but, like, that's the whole... And that's a huge part of it. Like, we care yes. about it, Yep. but they spread information when it's actually serious, like it is now, and for weeks... They just say, oh, it ain't that big of a deal, and Trump acts the way he does. I mean, this is the danger in having someone like him be the guy. Yep. He and tells these lies, and all these lies are meaningless, except when something important happens, but like then, this. But like, the, even, what, what are the chances that the biggest thing that's ever happened happens now when this idiot is leading the charge? Well, like, yeah. Boy, it, what up? perfect storm matters. And then it's like, you know, CNN maybe going, a, are, are they going a little overboard? I would say perhaps. Uh, you know, is, uh, like, I don't know, is MSNBC or CBS, ABC News, are they going a little overboard? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to avoid as much as possible now because I don't want to be infiltrated with all of this news and stuff. I'm, I'm more focused on what's going on here. So I'd like from from the Minnesota perspective, I see Governor Tim Walls, and like it's not Minnesota is not near the the pandemic level or like the the level of severity that it is, say in Washington or California, New York, Illinois. But they are taking very proactive measures in doing it, and I I'll admit, you know, when I and I'm still a little upset. Like I don't understand that. I get why gyms are closed because you're. You know, there's you know bodily functions and you know sweat and stuff on machines if people don't clean them properly and you're closer to people, so the the spread of the virus can be good. But I'm annoyed by it just because like I go to the gym to to work out to stay healthy. It's like you're preventing me from doing that now. I'm going to get unhealthy by being at home if I you know don't get the various exercise. But you know, like even you know they're they're doing the distance learning like they're they're asking schools to develop that for the students they've 
closed restaurants down, not for you know two months like we're seeing in, in Colorado or Illinois. They're doing it for a 10-day period, and I hope that's it. Or maybe they have to extend it another week. But they're, they're doing it before it becomes such a big deal. And I, I, I guess I get it. I don't want this to be... Uh, to become something that hinders us or affects our lives here going into the summer months, which it no doubt could. And that's going to affect sports and everything like that. So I I guess I've come around to it where I I get that it's serious. I I get why they're doing this. It's still a, a big-time... Um, it's a big time inconvenience to me and a lot of people and I'm obviously very I'm much better off because I work for a company that's saying you know that's encouraging people to work from home they're providing equipment for people working from home I'm not in the hospital hospitality business right now I'm not you know in the shoes of like Drew Amon which I, I feel very bad for though he maybe you know well, when you've got very big feet and he's a small dainty man <laughs> you were well and, and Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer now so I mean that might help him a little bit here uh, but I mean it, it's those people now and I think you're gonna see more you know you're gonna see the the United States actually become united who would have thought it would take a, a deadly you know virus to kind of unite us all and and say you know what we're gonna look out for one another we're gonna look out for our neighbors it, but that's if everything is taken seriously and all I I, I don't know I, I'm Again, I'm trying to just avoid stuff. I will do what I need to do, I guess, and I will support who I need to support. You know, I'll maybe, you know, go get a few pizzas or something and try and support some local businesses here in in the St. Cloud area. I'll do what I need to do. And you're right, from the sports standpoint, like my big thing is that the NCAA tournament's no longer here. But, uh, you know, it, it gets easier day by day I suppose um, you know yes we'll play you know play some video games we'll read we'll catch up on some TV shows and you know what uh, I don't need I guess the NHL and the NBA to come back uh, when baseball does it'll be fine but you know summer months I tend to go into like hibernation from sports for the most part uh, it, it, it'll be fine it's just gonna be difficult getting through these next few weeks I think and I think, you know, it's even more so, you know, like now that sports was the big thing last week because everything was getting canceled and stuff. And now that you had a couple of days to digest it, now you all of a sudden see like, oh, the movie theaters are closing, gyms are closing, restaurants and bars are closing. You're like, okay, this is a far bigger deal or a far bigger inconvenience for me than not having sports on the tele, uh, you know, sports on TV to watch or sports to go see, you know, in person. Like those. The fact that now we're getting to the restaurants and bars, it's like, okay, yes, this is a big deal, and I, I need to do my part so I can be able to go back out and do these things before, you know, the, the sports thing comes around. Well, if we were to have testing, I think, I, yes. I still feel like they could have had these games in empty arenas. If, if things had got, if we had taken more proactive measures initially, I would say yes. But based on where we were at and based on where this was continuing to go and to stop the the spread, like we don't want to be in Italy or Spain or something like, and that's kind of where we're headed, but it seems like it's going to be more, I would hope it's more temporary than what Italy's currently going through. Um, and 
so like uh, yes, I agree. I think if the testing, if if testing had been better right away, and if we uh, if there was more of a sense of urgency in getting something done, I don't think we would be where we're at now. But unfortunately, because of that, that's where we're at. Feels like if testing was there, you could have tested all the players. You could have tested all the fans that wanted to go. Yeah, a few hundred or so. He could have got that done. But the testing just isn't out there. It's not quick enough at the time, especially last week. Um, so that's not going to happen. When, like, Duke and Kansas said, yeah, we're suspending our athletic programs, well, then that became apparent that the NCAA tournament wasn't going to happen. Thursday, yep. Friday, whatever that was. Yep. Because, well, Duke's not doing it. Kansas ain't doing it. And then every conference kind of shut down. So... Uh, it's, it sucks. It's well, when the final numbers come in, we'll see what they are as far as how many people died, how many people got this, and uh, death rate appears to be higher than the common flu. But I wrote a little thing today about how like this, this apparently is bad enough to make all these changes. Like we've never seen anything this bad. Apparently, yep. we've never seen anything with we don't have a vaccine for one. Hopefully, it comes this fall. Yep. And I, again, I think that's year. the big thing. I think that's the big thing is that this is an unknown virus uh, and, and a virus that doesn't have a vaccine. I think that's the big cause for fear and concern. Yeah, I need a vaccine. So. But you had said you had posted anything. some stuff today. Yeah, I mean, I've been posting all the numbers and. Like, the, the death rate's pretty low, but it's still a large number, even though the actual percentage of people who are dying from the flu every year is not that big, but it, it's really like you wouldn't think that a 1% or 2% or even a 3% death rate of a disease, you look at that and say, okay, it's 1% or 2%, like, whatever. But if millions of people get it, like, we, we draw the line somewhere and say, all right, we don't want a half million people to die of this. And, and I mean, they won't. And you just look at the numbers worldwide. There's a few websites out there that do a good job of tracking it by country and total. And last time I looked, we were like, getting close to 200,000 people with it, which is such a small number. When I mean 200,000 people in the world, even if that's underreported by a lot. 200,000 people worldwide, not in the U.S., just to confirm. Yeah, in the yeah. U.S., it's what we're going to probably get to 5,000 here yes. today or tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 5,000 or like a few, like a little over 100 have died. It's like 100 people in this country have died so far, 5,000 people have it. And you think that we've got 330 million. And it's just that thing, like, I just can't care about this because of where I live, it's not an issue even though we're acting like it is and we're closing everything down. And then at the end, the numbers are going to be how many people are going to get this? 10,000? 20,000? I can't imagine it's going to grow that much more because of all the things that we're doing now. Yeah. Stop it. We'll see. So that's good. We'll see, yeah. Uh, like, yes, that would be good. To 10,000 to, 10, to 15,000 or so? It's like 15,000 people. It's like I, I, uh, whatever the final numbers are, and when I look back at this, it's going to be, I, I just can't care about it because it affects so few. And we took enough precautions to where it kept it down, the numbers down. Yep. 
and it affects those old people and people that were already sick. Um, and it's just, it's just such a weird thing that this is it, and a one, two, three percent death rate, that's, that's the cutoff point, and going to be like, oh, 10,000 people had this, 15,000 people had it. Oh, yeah, like 60,000 people had the swine flu 10 years ago. Right. And I don't, I don't remember really much of anything about it. No. Like, what, 2008, 2009? It, I remember initially so it was a big deal, flu. but, I mean, that was, again, because it was kind of an unknown, but it didn't get to, the, it didn't get to yeah, this nobody, level by any stretch. And we weren't talking about canceling anything. Like, Dave, I've never, I never remember canceling anything because of sickness right and i think but if you say like the the swine flu again it's a type of flu like there's you know there's so many strands different variances of the flu and stuff you know that you know this is just this is a again an unknown virus that is very it's far more lethal than the flu it can spread far faster than the flu um and you know the best thing to do is to try and contain it as best as possible uh and, and neither yeah, neither one of us are infectious disease are, doctors but you just gotta listen to the people that are way smarter than you or me and if they say don't go out don't go to large groups of people they know what you're talking about and like all these events are closed casinos yep. hotels huge huge events yep and they make a lot of money and they don't close for anything so no. they're closing like, well, Jesus, if they're closing, then I guess yeah. this is a big deal. Again, and we got somehow, somehow we've got elections. Say we've got three primaries today. Somehow, yeah, that's so stupid. So stupid. I don't think like, that. That's the dumbest thing that you postpone them until another, another time. Um, and, and yeah, it's, like we're, we're, it's kind of like we're taking half measures here. It's like there's we're still like fifteen or twenty states that kids are going to school. I felt like this is a state where that could happen. But it's not. Yeah, South Dakota normally is like the last state to initiate anything. And we're, and we're you know, kind of being pretty proactive here. And honestly, I mean, when the, when the thing came down, you know, 50 people to a, or 10 people to a crowd. But it excludes schools and businesses. Well, it's like, well, Jesus Christ, that's what everybody does. If you're not in school, you're going to work. And yeah. you're spending... No, almost half your day there. So. But, and they, I think that's why, like, some of, you know, bit more and more businesses are going, like, the, the work-from-home route. Yeah, and it's just like we're, we're doing stuff, but we're not doing stuff, and I think especially in South Dakota, some of it is just a bit much. They're cutting down grocery store hours. One of them's, like, 8 o'clock. One of them's 11 o'clock at night, and... You know, some places it's needed what they shut down. The, the Bay Area, San Francisco, six counties there is pretty much shut down. New York's probably going to go to that. Like I said, everything, I expect everything by time this is posted Friday this weekend, everything's going to be shut down everywhere for the most part, restaurants and things. It seems like every day there's something new. And yeah, it wasn't handled very well at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And here we are, and now it's... Like China, China seems to be kind of pretty much done with this. So they're, they're kind of back. They had eighty thousand cases. So I don't, I don't think we're approaching eighty thousand. I don't even think we'll get close to twenty. Maybe we'll get to ten or fifteen. But my thing is, you know, it's gonna be a, 
If we kind of go in this national quarantine here for a couple of weeks, I would think that that would significantly diminish the coronavirus's capabilities of, of spreading, you know. But... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just want the I want a consistent message being sent out um you know from from all doctors. I need you know like all like the same sense of urgency. I need all to have the same message. It's very difficult for me to take everyone seriously if they're if there's if they're talking differently. So I mean it's just just be consistent with the message and get us the updated information um, what, when necessary. So. Fortunately, though, we do have some sports news to talk about, and it's courtesy of the NFL because, um, you know, they don't have a conscience as well, to, in terms of what's going on in society, so you know they they're just giving a big old middle finger to everyone here, uh, which I like guess for them it's like for them there's like no reason not to have it because it doesn't involve crowds. Like you can have free agency, it's fine. You can have the draft next month; they'll have that, and they will have that. Because, they will have because that. it doesn't involve getting together. You can have those things remotely, so. You can do those things without getting tickets. Yes. Tickets. Yep. Um, but well, with that said... Let me just say, make it one, one final point. All yes. of these yep. businesses that are probably going to get bailed out, casinos and airlines and all these businesses that are shutting down, I feel like they can afford to pay their own employees. The billionaires that own these casinos and these airlines and these companies... You can pay your guys. You can pay your workers for yes. two months. Yes. You don't need the government to do that. You've got more than enough money. Some, the government some, should be helping out the people that need it. They should not be helping out these companies whose owners are worth billions of dollars. Yes. You can afford two months of paying your workers without government help. The, the industries that need it, especially like the hospitality, the restaurant industries, the hotel industries... Those people need it, um, but you're right. You know, to the self-made billionaires and stuff, that you can afford to pay your employees for two months. But uh, there's football news to talk about. A lot of big deals are happening. We're in the legal tampering period as we're recording this. Free agency doesn't begin, I think, until Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, so there's that. But uh, big time trades happened on Monday. First off. Uh, do we want to go the Diggs trade first? Sure. Okay. Monday Monday late night. Oh, 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 oh. Kevin, Kevin Durant has it now. Oh, yes, yes. Four, four Brooklyn Nets have the coronavirus. So, yeah. yeah. Good for them. And uh, New York Yankees minor leaguer has it. And the, the team is quarantined. But the t- at least the Yankees are making sure they are fed. They are bringing food to their doorstep. So that's to their hotel room. So that's good, at least. That's good. Um. Yeah, big trades happened on Monday in the NFL. Minor one was Hayden Hurst, tight end for the Ravens, getting sent to the Atlanta Falcons for a second-round pick and everything. Uh, you know, because Austin Hooper left for the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns did very well Monday. Uh, the the winners include the Dolphins, the Bills, the Cardinals, and the Browns. We'll get to the Cardinals here in a moment, but the 
the Vikings need some help at wide receiver now because Stephon Diggs is a Buffalo Bill. Reuniting with, well, he's not reuniting, but he's uniting with your favorite quarterback, Josh Allen. And the Vikings trade Diggs Monday night for a 2020 first round pick, pick 22 overall. Fifth and sixth round picks in this year's draft and a fourth round pick next year. Now, I happen to think that these mid-round to late-round picks are, you know, just fodder. Fodder, I guess. You know, it just doesn't, they don't do a whole lot for me. The first-round pick is nice. Though it's 22, I don't know what the Vikings are necessarily going to do with that. I think it would have been better if it were next. going to be a corner. You know one of them is going to be a cornerback. Well, yeah. Trey Waynes is signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. They released Xavier Rhodes. Linval Joseph's no longer with the team. I would have preferred that they would have gotten a first-round pick next year so you could use you know two first-round picks and trade up for Trevor Lawrence. But obviously that's that's not going to happen. At least not not yet that we know of. But the so the Vikings trade Stephon Diggs and a seventh round pick in this year's draft to the Bills for those bevy of picks, four picks in all. When I saw this news, I was indifferent to it. I'm kind of indifferent on everything right now. It's just it's news at least it's sports news that we can consume at least that's not postponements or cancellations. But the Diggs move to Buffalo, the Diggs trade, even though Rick Spielman said, yeah, I'm not, we're not planning on trading him. I think that this was a, an offer that the Bills made that they couldn't refuse. I'm glad that they stood out for a first-round pick, and I think if had it been anything less, they wouldn't have traded him. But given what the Bills were offering, the Vikings said, okay, we're going to take it. What are your thoughts on the move? For whatever reason, Diggs didn't appear that he wanted to be with the Vikings. He's a basket case. I don't know what his deal was, but he did not appear to want to be on the team anymore. So, like, he was, he's very good. Uh, obviously, the Minneapolis Miracle, I was uh, a lot of him. Yep. And uh, probably one of the top ten plays in the history of football. Yep. So he'll always have that. Yep. Uh, he's kind of a, I don't know, no-name guy in Maryland. He kind of fell in the draft. Or he was a third, fourth round pick, or fourth round pick. Fifth round pick. Fifth round pick, so I mean, he's—I uh, mean, you get a guy like that in the fifth round. That's that's doing something. Yep. Uh, he wasn't all that expensive. Twelve million dollars for somebody like him. I'd say that's reasonable. I bet. Young, I bet he gets a new deal pick. with the Bills. I, I, that would be my guess. And he's just you know gotten better each and every year. Um, odd year this year. He had fifty-six. No, he had fifty. Five fewer targets this year, mm-hmm. which is strange when Thielen missed so many games. But he had uh, forty fewer catches this year, but he had a hundred and he had hundred more yards. Yep. So he was he was a, a deep threat. Yep. That the Vikings really haven't had since Moss. He was a deep threat, and Cousins is good at throwing deep. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Uh, throwing the ball down the field yep. distances. You, you, you lose that deep threat. You know, they're going to draft a receiver. I don't know who they could sign as a receiver, but uh, I mean, Herb Smith's kind of got to be a guy now. Herb Smith, he's got to kind of step up Yep. and and, and be, uh, be a player here. Adam Thielen's got to remain healthy, which he has in the past. Last year was yeah. definitely an anomaly. 
and if you could find all B.C. Johnson was there, Treadwell, uh, he, he's done with. I mean, he could still be on the team again. Who knows? He doesn't matter. Um, who knows? You know, free agency uh, draft if they can find another guy. I believe they have um, a guy who was on their practice squad last year from the University of Oregon. So there's a, a yep. guy, Dylan Mitchell or something like that. Yep. So they've got Anthony Harris, the franchise tag, and it sounds like they may trade him, which is like, keep him. He's like, from what I understand, they can only, the only, like, a fourth or fifth rounder would be enough for him. That's so stupid, like, but I saw that as well. Like, why, why would you get rid of a top five safety when the other guy you have across from him is also a top five safety? Yep. Why would you get rid of him? Even if he's only there for one more year, why would you get rid of him for a mid-level pick? That does not seem smart. Especially when the entire rest of the secondary is gone. Yeah. NFL trades really make sense to me when you can get exceptional talent for nothing. Calais Campbell is a very good defensive lineman for the Jacksonville. Well, he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They traded him to Baltimore for like a fourth or fifth round pick. And that's ridiculous. It doesn't make make sense. Understand the money, understand he's older. I just don't understand most trades. Yep. So there's that. Um, I think we're going to sign Everson Griffin back. He's 32, had a good year, so I'd want him back. Well, Stephen Weatherly is gone. He signed with the Carolina Panthers, so the backup to to Daniel. I I hope the Vikings have an idea of what they're doing because they're losing a lot of pieces here. um, It also saved a lot of money. They went from having, like, no cap room now having like $30 million. Which is great. And that the very good moves on Rick Spielman's part, because yeah. who's to say that you can't get Linval Joseph at a reduced salary? I think that's certainly a possibility. They can find complimentary guys. You're right. Like The, the moves that they have made to save the salary, to create the ca- salary cap space, have been good moves. But now you need to sign guys to provide that depth and keep this team at a championship caliber level. This uh, Zimmer... And Sean can develop defensive guys. Spielman has shown he's been exceptional at drafting guys that work. Yep. Nearly everybody, nearly without exception, everybody on that defense, all 11 of them, were drafted. Yes. Which is extraordinary. Little yes. Joseph wasn't outside of him. But he was... I think everybody... He was just like a, a routine player for the Giants. He was like a rotational player. He wasn't even very good with them. And yeah, I never heard of him when they signed him, and he's been a Pro Bowler, and he's been great, great to have on the team. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, you've got some question marks that they haven't had for a while, but they've you know got some money to spend now, and uh, you got to get you know, some Dalvin Cook, you got to get him paid, uh, and you got Cousins uh, shored up, which is like you know the. Well, they so did shore him up. You got oh, like are you talking about the offensive line? Because Cousins signed a two-year, sixty-six million dollar extension, and I think that's yeah. where. And then Diggs tweeted out something, you know, and I wonder if that's kind of what got the ball rolling on this. Because Diggs must, you know, he has some beef with Cousins, <clears throat> whatever that that may be. Uh, C.J. Ham has been re-signed. Uh, like you said, Anthony Harris has been franchise tagged, which is good. It, it, and honestly, the special teams, we really don't have to worry about that. Maybe apart from the well, punt but, returning or and kick return deal because they've signed, re-signed Britton Colquitt. I believe they will re-sign Dan Bailey. And both were very yeah. good last year. So the special teams 
if they can if they can get the punt return and kick return game down, that's going to be vast. That's going to be a consistent unit that we shouldn't have to. That Vikings fans shouldn't have to worry about uh, headed into next year. So they've got some holes to fill, but they got some money to spend, and they've got some draft picks to do so. So yep. they're going to have their chance to, to get some stuff done here. So you know, after not, I mean, the Vikings offseason there really hasn't been much much to talk about here for for a while when it comes to that. Yep. So it'll be more interesting than usual. And um, yeah, so they got quarterback, they need a receiver, and they always need offensive linemen. So yeah, draft. I mean, draft is a. Uh, a little bit more, I'm interested in it a little bit more than usual because but my the team holes. has them. Yep. A couple picks and some holes to fill, and they need to hit on those picks. Absolutely, they do. Uh, the one thing that, regarding the Dalvin Cook deal, it needs to be a very incentive laden deal. You don't want to undermine Cook's value, but he has not been able to stay healthy apart from last year, and even then he had, you know, he missed a couple of games with. With a shoulder injury and that that game he missed against Green Bay, you know the Monday night game would have been very nice to have him. Uh, so I think that is something to keep in mind: is that yes, you want Dalvin Cook should get paid, but it needs to be a very incentive laden deal because he needs to prove that he can stay healthy. Uh, uh, New York, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, pretty much shut down. So. All right. Not that, not that we weren't uh, surprised that that wouldn't happen, but that good. Yeah, we. I expect yep. it to happen all across. Yep. Uh, and the national quarantine will happen at some point. Now, I think we can agree that Stephon Diggs is a very good wide receiver, but I think we can also agree that DeAndre Hopkins is far better than Stephon Diggs. Probably a top two or three wide receiver. Can we agree with that? Yeah, I think he's exceptional. How in the hell do the Texans not get a first round pick for him? Oh, let me let me let me add this. They don't have a GM. It's a GM coach in Bill O'Brien. That's the what. That's the answer. Like David Johnson used to be a guy. Yep. And he's had like a couple of really good years, and he's been hurt. And I don't know, like he was healthy last year, wasn't he? And the Cardinals just didn't use him, right? Well, he was. He, they they tried to use him. I think he got nicked up a little bit. But then, you know, when Kenyon Drake became available, he's he just appears to be a far better fit with uh, with the uh, Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Like if he's twenty eight years old, like if, if he's good, like if David Johnson is kind of what he was a few years ago, then this trade is not terrible like it was. And. Like they've made some bad moves Houston has, but it always seems like they're, they still always win that division, and they're always in the playoffs. So, they, like, I, it's another move where, right now it seems bad. But like, with everything, you got to see it play out. What was the, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, the Falcons giving up everything for Julio Jones. That was a good trade. At the time. But then, Julio Jones turned out to be great. And I don't think the Browns turned those draft picks into anything significant. So no. it turned out that but, even up like two first round picks for Julio Jones was fine. But 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 here's the thing: the Texans are getting a second round pick this year. They're not even getting a first round pick. 
They're getting a second round pick for Hopkins. They're getting David Johnson, which is good. But then the Texans have to give a fourth round pick. I think it, it it's a fourth round pick this year to the Cardinals. They're getting a fourth round next year. So you net two picks and a running back who has proven that he is either cannot stay healthy or has had some very bad years the last three years. You know, he was that star in the making. And these last few years just haven't been good. DeAndre Hopkins is a bona fide star. And if can you imagine what he's going to do with Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald and Andy Isabella, uh, the second-year wide receiver from UMass, who, who has a lot of potential there. Can you imagine if the Cardinals were to draft C.D. Lamb in the first round? Now, I don't know if that's going to happen or well, not. Well, don't need a receiver now, but yeah. goddamn. Yep, yeah, I mean, but just, you know, the complement of weapons for... Kyler Murray is astounding. Plus Kenyon Drake. This is going to be. I, yeah, it should be it, very good for a long time. This is going to be an awesome offense to watch this year. This is going to be Baltimore, not Baltimore Ravens esque, because I don't think Kyler Murray is quite that of Lamar Jackson. Though I have seen the comparisons that uh, that Kyler Murray could have the breakout year that Lamar Jackson had this past year. I, I think that's certainly a possibility. Kyler Murray is going to have this. Arizona is going to make the playoffs this year. This is the team I'm jumping on this Arizona bandwagon already. They're the Browns. They're the Browns of this year. They are, and the Browns actually could do some things too this year. I mean, we do get the extra uh, playoff team because the CBA passed, which is unfortunate. Um, and you know, even going back to the, it just to me, it's a, it's such a bad trade for the Texans. The value that they're getting. Like, David Johnson could be a very good running back for them, but the value that they are overall getting for DeAndre Hopkins, who's a better wide receiver than the Vikings did, the Vikings got so much more for Stephon Diggs than the Texans did for DeAndre Hopkins, it's not even close. The the Bills getting Diggs now, that makes them certainly with that defense, and uh, we'll see what if Josh Allen can take that next step. They're going to be the favorites in the AFC East now because... Tom Brady has left the New England Patriots, and by all indications, he is going to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is is rather amazing to me. I think the Chargers would have made a... I wonder if the Chargers would have made more sense if Brady didn't have to go against Patrick Mahomes twice a year, or and Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. That, I think, is that was probably the deciding factor. He looks at the NFC and sees a, perhaps an easier path to the Super Bowl, even though the NFC is loaded you know with... You know what would have been an easy pass to say with fucking New England? Well, that's... that's been an easy pass now for 20 years. That that very well could be, but I think, you know, the Bills now are probably AFC East favorites. I think this makes the Buccaneers easily the the NFC South favorites, even over the I Saints. Like the Saints. I, I like the Saints. I mean... The playoff... I, I, this will be interesting, because Brady is not... Like, he's old, and I'm... Yep. Like for me, it's not a shoe that he's going to be actually good. It's not a shoe that make the playoffs. I mean, I with him, it's like I look at all the options, and it's like New England would be like, well, are we trying to win? Is that what we do? We want to win another Super Bowl? What are we trying to do here? You know, doesn't sound like New England really wanted him back, which I can kind of understand. Doesn't really sound like he really wanted to go back, or else they would have made a deal of some sorts. So it was like, all right, we'll see ya. And I mean, we'll see what New England does. I mean, all the quarterbacks have kind of, kind of signed up today. Yep. Yep. Philip so, Phil, Rivers wrap it out of their hat in the draft. Philip Rivers to the Bucks would have made far more sense than Philip Rivers to the Colts. 
Uh, but that's what Philip Rivers has done. Oh, yeah. He's gone to Indianapolis on a one-year, twenty-five million dollar deal. Uh, I mean, and the Chargers need a guy. Chargers uh, probably going to draft a guy, but they could. I don't know. With Tyrod Taylor, just to you know, play a couple games, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, Marcus um, Mariota is signed with the with the Las Vegas Raiders. It's so weird to say Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, all the quarterbacks of. It's. I mean, if you're the Chargers, you're not going to trade for Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton will make sense in either Chicago or New England because he's not staying with Cincinnati. Like, if you are Brady, would you not rather go to Chicago? Is that a better option than Tampa or not? They've got the defense. I don't. I don't think so because he he is he has a better complement of weapons in Tampa Bay on offense. And that defense has a, a is going to be good. You know, Shaq Barrett's uh, was a star last year. They have they have pieces there in Tampa that I think are better suited, like especially on the offensive side. I I don't know. Maybe out there now. Maybe Jameis gets traded to to the Chargers. I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy B signs with. Uh, with the Carolina Panthers, a three-year, $63 million deal. So the NFC South is going to have two new quarterback faces there. Drew Brees re-signed. He re-upped with, with the Saints. Ryan Tannehill signed a four-year, $118 million deal with the Titans. Um, they lose Jack Conklin. Sorry, go ahead. I know he was good. Like He didn't do anything in the playoffs, but like he was good in the season. Uh, like Pro football focus, from what I'm going from, like he was good. I think that's ridiculous, though. To give him that money, yeah. Like I just, do you expect that again? If you expect that again, then yeah, you got a good deal. But well, I, I think, I really, think he, we're going to think he's, he's going to be the guy. They are, they are a run first team. Derrick Henry, they have the franchise tag on him. They'll work out a long term deal with him, hopefully. Uh, they have A.J. Brown, an up-and-coming wide receiver. Who Corey Davis from Western Michigan. They have some good tight ends in Jonu Smith. In a good defense, Mike Vrabel's got that team. It's it's the Titans and the Colts next year. That's the race for the AFC South, and I think both teams will get in as wild cards here. As we are currently looking at March seventeenth, twenty twenty, right here. That is the. I'll give Houston a chance because their quarterback's exceptional. I I will too, but I I never want to count Houston out. But after you know you lose the biggest weapon that Watson has, I just I I don't see Fuller staying healthy. For a full season, I I don't know where the where the Texans are going right now. I mean, they got they had Jadavian Clowney and DeAndre Hopkins and couldn't garner a first round pick for either of them. Like that's just that's insane to me that that didn't happen. But you know, with Brady going there, you now Bridgewater going with going to Carolina, uh, we'll we'll see. Pretty much all the dominoes have fallen on the quarterback market, and it, there is a large change. Uh, that will be happening. I don't know what the Patriots will do. I would assume Andy Dalton will be on that list uh, to call. Cam Newton. Cam Newton, yep. But here's the problem with uh, that. Like, you have to give these guys physicals, and that's devoting resources away from the coronavirus. So, I trades, I think, like, a trade for Cam Newton is not going to happen anytime in the immediate future. That's going to be done maybe probably closer to training camp. Or the draft. Yeah. But it, it, it's just Somebody wild. Somebody wants Nick Foles from Jacksonville. I'm sure they would be willing to give up him. Yes. Yes, he is. He definitely wants. I think that they want to move on from that yeah. mistake and go with well, the, the mustache. Minshew Magic. Yeah. Look at, look at 
looking at New England's schedule, um, they got a lot of home game, or home game, or road games, not much for anything that I'm interested in. They host the Saints, or they do play the Packers and the Vikings, and they play the Chiefs. So. Wait, 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 no, wait, 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 the Patriots? This is Tampa. Oh, Tampa, Tampa, I'm sorry, yep. So you got Brady and Rodgers, you got Vikings, you got Brady and Mahomes, looking for, you know, some Sunday night, Monday nights, whatever, mm-hmm. Brady and Breeze. Next year they play New England, so, you know, maybe, I don't know what his deal is, or maybe two years, or they have two years left in them, we'll see. I mean, they're just so weird, Tampa, I mean, just add him to the list of all the other guys, Is this Michael Jordan. <laughs> Is this worse Everybody than else. is this worse than Joe Montana going to the Chiefs from San Francisco? Hey, Joe Montana got them to the uh, AFC Championship game. I just don't see that happening here. But does does this feel oh. like as an irrelevant of a move, like or just as irrelevant of a franchise? Like Brett Favre going to the Jets was weird. The Vikings had some juice to it, at least because they were the Packers' rivals. Brady going to I the Bucks, it. like there's no tie to Tampa Bay at all. This is Joe Namath going to the Rams. This is Johnny Unitas going to the Chargers. These are all <laughs> these one-year things that most people probably don't even know. And I don't think it really hurts him anyway. You know, Brady, it, he does poorly. It's, you know, he's 42. He's 43. But if he can somehow, you know, get to a Super Bowl, get to a, a championship game again, like, Jesus Christ, you know, this guy is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I just don't. That, I don't that either. Happened. I don't either. If I could lay out my and I, it's it's too incomplete right now with what the Vikings are doing. Which, by the way, reports are that the Cleveland Browns are looking to trade for Anthony Harris. So that is something to keep an eye if on. Just keep the guy. I mean, that would really piss me off. I know it would thing, too. I'm not happy about the Dick thing because he's really good. But this would piss me off. Yep. Yep. Uh, but, hey, let's find right. new teams then. Maybe. Uh, maybe we need. Alright, find new teams. I'm too stuck in this thing. Like, I've never switched teams. I would say, like, Nebraska, I just don't follow Nebraska anymore. Don't care about them. Right. They used to be my college. I, I like, you know, if I had my, my top three, guess my top three college football teams that I like or follow or hope do well. Clemson. Yes. College football. Um, LSU. Yes. Other one is it a Power Five school? You aren't going some yeah. Maction crap, are you? Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Sports <laughs> uh, let's go. Jacket of them. It's not Oregon. Okay, that was that was going to be my next guess. It's, it's, it's among those two other teams. They're in that mix of teams. Um. Oh, Auburn. Auburn. Oh yeah, of course. Yes, of course, of course, Auburn. Kansas governor is closed school for the rest of the year. So Kansas, you're out. Have fun. The Kansas University or Kansas public schools? Uh, public schools. Public schools. And I'm sure the universities from K through 12. All right. So, like Nebraska, I quit caring about Nebraska when they turned to shit. Yep. And like Carolina, I don't really do much with Carolina anymore. But they kind of pick a college basketball team. They would be it. Yep. Vikings, Bulls, Twins. That's what they've been. Bulls. I mean, they're. They've been garbage for a long time. Twins, Vikings. I've never switched teams. I have cared less about teams or quit following teams and not picked up another one for the most part. 
There was a little bit there where you were on the on the Packers uh, coattails there a little bit. Oh, I, I didn't hate them like I used to. Okay. okay. Like I, I really like I really like Aaron Rodgers. He's I mean exceptional. Yep. I no longer hate the Packers. Gotcha. It's like yeah, they're they're usually pretty good. So yeah, I don't hate New England. I don't hate. Yeah. Right. Right now. Right now, as we're recording, I'm not. I, I would not have New England in the playoffs next year, even with the extra added wild card spot. I. Well, maybe I. Eh, I can't say that for sure. But uh, Miami would get strong consideration. Um. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um. Uh, the NFC, Arizona's in, San Francisco's in, Tampa Bay is in. Reluctantly, I'll put New Orleans. Then, do I put? I can't put Minnesota in. You're kind of incomplete right now. Uh, Green Bay, Dallas. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, a lot to be decided. But certainly, an interesting couple of days. It's at least given us uh, some sports talk to talk about. Good. And. Krenz, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll uh, maybe we'll reconvene for sure before the NFL draft happens. Uh, and if the Chiefs were playing at home against Tampa, that would have been my opening game. But they're playing at Tampa. Like uh, that game, yes. that would have been a no-brainer. If it was in Kansas City, you open with that yep. game. And now, yeah, you still have to do it with Houston, I believe, right? Houston and Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what, what do they got? They got... <clears throat> yeah, I suppose there's New, New England. New England would have been it, so I mean, we'll see what happened. Maybe New England. We'll see who they get. They get Cam Newton or somebody. Like, yeah, that's, that's uh, something. The good news with this is that now it gives the NFL, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the scheduling crew, which I it's still my dream job. Well, uh, gives them a month now to put together a schedule because they know where all the quarterbacks, the star quarterbacks, have gone. So that's good for them. Good for them. Uh, Tampa, is, Tampa Bay is going to get minimum four primetime games. New England probably only gets three. Maybe Tampa gets five. We'll see. Anything else, Krenz, before we say so long for an undetermined period of time? Not really. There's not much. I mean, the NFL has been... I mean, there's been some moves of, of relevance here. So, I would like to see New England sign Jameis Winston. That would be good. Because he, when he's good, he's really good. Yep. But he's also very, when he's bad, he's also very bad. So. Yep. That would, that would be, I mean, we'll see what Belichick does here. It'll be interesting these next couple of years to see what Brady and Belichick do. So, mm-hmm. that's out of the NFL. Yeah, there's not. Anything going on? I got my Sports Illustrated, which they somehow still make Sports Illustrated. So I haven't got one in like a long time. Maybe the Super Bowl was the last time I got one. Okay. And uh, it was an 80-page baseball preview. It's That's all it is. It's a baseball preview. There's no other articles about anything else in it, um, like usual. Odd. I would I would have thought the coronavirus would have at least gotten something in there. Maybe that's their next uh, issue. I think they could do a whole uh, issue on that, but usually it's like a 150, 60 page issue with whatever normal stuff is going on in their season preview. Mm-hmm. And this is fine, but just 80 pages, it's all baseball stuff. That's different. And that continues to die off. Mm-hmm. So we went to uh, went to the mall Sunday, went, met my parents for 
Red Robin. Ooh, Red Robin, so good. Uh, I love Red Robin. They never been there before. I've been there a couple times. I like their uh, like their fries, like their dipping sauce with their campfire sauce, or whatever you want to call it. Oh, it's so good. They got a lot of burgers, so we like that. So we went there and went there at eleven thirty, like kind of a prime time to eat. And there were maybe two or three tables full of what was all. And then we got there, and a few more people got there and got a little busier during the noon hour. But that might be the last time they go out to eat for a while. Yeah. So, like, I'm not concerned about going to stores or anything around here. Well, you better hope they have toilet paper available. We went to Walmart. <laughs> like, I didn't know. Well, hopefully we go past that section. I just want to see what the hell's going on. And it was like 95% empty. They had like six packages left. It was like... Stupid. What do I... It's, yeah, we don't know what's going on with that. That's ridiculous. The, the frozen pizza, they were pretty much picked to the bone. Obviously, the, the fruits and vegetables, plenty to, to pick from. It was very interesting to see what people in this time are buying. Even though, like, you can go to the store, like, any time and get anything for the most part. So, yeah, this, this is weird. It's going to go on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like what, what do we talk about? What do we do? You can't go anywhere or do anything when not, nothing is open like it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how what, what we do in the next two months in all aspects of life entertainment news it'll be interesting it'll be, to see the birth rate in uh, nine to ten months <laughs> that'd probably be a little, a little high here at the end of the year so um, I'm sure when sports comes back people are going to go nuts so yep We'll look, we'll look forward to that. Yep, and when there is news, if when there is big stuff that's going on that's worthy uh, needed of a podcast, we'll be there. Uh, so we're sure uh, we'll, we'll talk by you know the NFL draft and stuff. But um, you know, if... I had a fantasy, I had sta- or the shot in Kirk's fantasy uh, baseball draft. Oh yes, Sunday. Yeah, which was kind of uh, dumb, but we had it. I've got one Sunday, and other league, which I like the most, has postponed it. Which I mean. We're not having teams for two months here, so there's no reason to have a baseball draft when there's not going to be baseball for. We're not having baseball drafts in January. So right. Well, we have one now. So I'll have another one Sunday, and then the other one probably be postponed until we get going again. So yeah, a lot of a lot of old games, a lot of old games on the TV. So it'll be. Uh, enjoy it'll be different. Enjoy the classics. Enjoy the classics. That's for sure. Yeah, for me, it's like so hard to watch. Like, you kind of know what happens for the most part. You know, I'll get in the better call fall and catch up on that. And there'll be other TV shows. So maybe after a while, I'll be like, all right, let's get back to normal here. So hopefully whatever we're doing, this, this is an eight-week thing, and then once the end of May gets here, we can really get back to, to business as usual. Amen. Amen. Well, stay safe out there in, in uh, South Dakota. We'll see where the coronavirus takes us all, and uh, uh, I know we will chat uh, frequently uh, until we are ready to do another podcast, but uh, appreciate it, my friend. Uh, stay safe out there. All right. We'll catch you here in a few weeks. Sounds good. 
Travis Crins join us here, Sports Block Podcast. Always appreciate the time. As always, great stuff there. Um, so yeah, we actually had football to talk about. We had the coronavirus. So uh, again, I I don't know for sure what uh, I don't know really for sure about this virus. But uh, you know, obviously the restaurants, bars, the gyms, the theaters, it's, it's inconveniencing a lot of people, but. We need to heed this seriously, and I uh, guess, you know, stay away, and, you know, places will open sooner rather than later, but we almost do our part, I guess. It sucks. Really does. Um, we'll see what else happens in the NFL, but again, big news. Uh, Stephon Diggs traded from Minnesota to Buffalo. DeAndre Hopkins on the move to Arizona. Philip Rivers is an Indianapolis Colt. Teddy Bridgewater, a Carolina Panther, and the biggest domino of them all, Tom Brady. Is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Unbelievable. Sports Block Podcast to be found on podcast.com. Follow me on Facebook, uh, Nathan, or Facebook, Nathan Stacken. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andy Stacken. Travis Crins at Travis Crins. Link to the podcast posted middle to later part of each week. And for that, uh, unless there is some news that we need to discuss, everything's canceled or postponed right now. So uh, likely the next time you'll hear from me. And Travis and Jeff Lloyd the second. Hopefully, it'll be before the draft. We'll we'll do a, a one podcast there and uh, preview the draft, and then make the draft picks next week. So that will be in about a month. So until then, uh, of course, we'll always let you know if a new podcast is coming out. But uh, until then, stay safe out there, everyone. Heed the warnings, and uh, hopefully, we'll come out this better on the other side. So, for Travis, I'm Nathan. Stay safe, everyone, from the coronavirus, COVID-19. You've been listening to the Sports Block Podcast. Wishing March Madness was going on and we were filling out brackets. So just because I... I, I it's just going to make me sad. But I, I have to do it. Here it is what we should all be uh, listening to. Oh, man, listen to that. The NCAA music on CBS. It's great stuff. We miss it. Should be watching True TV right now. Should be watching CBS and TBS. Should be watching Greg Gumble. Clark Kellogg. Seth Davis. Kenny Smith. Charles Barkley. Ernie Johnson. Breaking down, you know, is Dayton going to make it to the Final Four? Obi Toppin. I mean, we're going to miss. We don't get to see Obi Toppin. Uh, we don't get to see, you know, can East Tennessee State make that run? Oh, so sorry, North Dakota State and USD. But that's, that, that's too bad. This is So. We're sad, we're disappointed. Until next year, see CBS Sports NCAA March Madness theme. So for Travis, I'm Nathan. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the Sports Block Podcast. Stay safe, everyone, from COVID-19.